welcome to Game Moment, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. This week, we will be playing God Killer by Connie Chang. If you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Blue Sky at Game Moment, where you can join our Discord. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamewoven. on Game Oven. We witnessed the story of Wylo, follower of the island maker, Deontor, who slew their god and became the god of industry with the help of Lotharis, a thief they met along the way. Much has changed in the years since, and it's time for another change and another story. But this time, we're changing things up a bit. This episode does contain mentions of child sacrifice. Nothing happens on screen, but just as a heads up, please listen at your own discretion. Hello and welcome back to Game Woven for part two of God Killer, because of course we're doing a part two, we couldn't just leave it there. I mean, it's really a part three at this point, isn't it? Yeah, technically it's going to be part three and four. I'm fingers crossed that this takes over the entire month of February, because having my birthday month be this story would be Ooh, fantastic. yeah. Just so good. For sure. As you listeners have probably guessed, I'm back with Chase. Say hello, Chase, and remind us where we can find you. (laughs) Hi, my name is Chase. I am the DM of Another Path. I am a player over on Imprinted Echoes, both the uh, actual play podcasts. Uh, And you can find me elsewhere around the Ghostlight Media Podcast Network as well. Also, listeners, Another Path took over my brain for an entire month, so I highly recommend... Well, shucks. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Part of that month was me having COVID, but my brain was like, ah, yes, this. Couldn't tell you why, just this. (laughs) Yeah, so for this part, we are changing things up. So, Chase, if you would like to take over. Of course. I weep for you. I weep for the violence the gods will inflict upon you and the violence that you will inflict upon the gods. I weep for the person you used to be before you emerged in a baptism of fire and blood, smeared in the viscera of a life you could have led, your hopes ignited on a funeral pyre. I weep for your mortal heart, entangled in a body cursed with divine providence. I weep for your dreams. I weep for your home. I weep for your parents and the child they will lose. The cannibals are real, and your world worships them. 
They call them light and sound and water and breath, war and death and sex and drink, movement and flame, nature and destiny. Their names, endless as stars, infinite as the bottom of sorrow, gods. They will seek to use you in their game. You must not let them, for you are not the pawn. The worshiper, the sin confessed in darkness. You are not the witch, the heathen, the sweeping winds of change. You are not the beast, the gore, the horror lurking in the weld. You're not the revenant, the fury, the locks of hair from lovers lost. You are not the prophet, the reckoning, the greatest divinity of all. You are not the dancer, the novelty, the pretty animal in its cage. You are not the saint, the lamb, the tinder set before the altar. You are one thing and one thing only. You are the god killer and the gods will taste your steel. So drink my tears, lover, and wet your cheeks with my blood. I have been awaiting your arrival for 10,000 lifetimes. I can wait for one more. The Cradle will know your deeds, your sins, your trophies, your epithets. Your arteries will run gold with the name of every god you'll kill. You will die and your body will be interred in the patched banks of the dried up river. And your enemies will weep. And I will weep. And you, you will finally rest. Now see, this is why I'm glad I got to go first, because I don't have to follow that up. (laughs) (laughs) There are benefits and drawbacks to kidnapping theater people. I'm a stinker. (laughs) Which, when I originally kidnapped you, I didn't know you were a theater person, but I'm not surprised that's usually who I end up kidnapping without fail. Hey, that's how how this this hobby works. We're all the dregs of the theater people who don't want to do community theater anymore. Except I somehow never really did theater. I was just kind of like tangentially around it, but I never got to do it. So this is just Mm -hmm. me letting all of that out. All right, we ready to dive in? Yes. The sun rains down warmly in the holy city of Effervesce. Not the warmth of your youth, Lotharis. That warmth was of leaf and flower. Even the warmth you know now, the warmth of Wylo, is one of brass and bolts. This is still different. Words are lost to it, at least in here in this moment, but it feels more akin to Moonglow. Music tumbles down from above, a cacophonous cascade almost lost on those around you. The city itself thrums, built into the cliffside overlooking the Belodian Sea. People move and shout around you. Some leap into the air to be seen and heard by those who, too, are lost in a moment as the crowd rushes like water in a stream. Many wear simple robes, 
but some also wear tightly bound scarves around what would otherwise be exposed skin. Brightly painted buildings surround you as the salty wind caresses the city itself. Lotharis, you walk the streets of Effervesce with one goal, one you helped Wylo achieve long ago. Elysi, goddess of woven life, sits within her temple for now, and not much longer if you have anything to say about it. You wind your way into a tavern, into the welcoming embrace of shade. The tavern, you check against a letter that you received not terribly long ago. The mask and mantle. Pressing in, you see someone sitting at a bar who looks askew. His robes are darker, his eyes are sunken, his skin is more pallid than one might expect being in uh, a coastal town. But there is one thing that rings true. He looks just like your dad. For the first time in your remembered life, you lock eyes with your Uncle Royce. And he stops dead. Holy shit. Hello, Uncle. You look so much like your mother. Wouldn't know. Never got to see her. I know. I got your letter. Clearly. Look, kid, you know it was dangerous for you to get back here. She slides into the seat next to him. I'm not afraid of doing dangerous things. It's not just that it's dangerous, it's that... Look, I know my brother's gone, but... How old were you when he passed? Old enough that I don't remember him, really. Okay. Okay. So, here's the situation. And I'm sorry, I thought he made it longer than that. Otherwise, I would have put more in the letter. When you were young, a baby, really, your life was tied to Elysee. <sighs> Kid, there's no good way to say it. You were meant to be a sacrifice. Then you see Cheat stiffens at this but there's no reaction of panic. She's had plenty of experience keeping the emotions in check, and so she just gives him the look that just kind of says, yeah, and? Look, these sacrifices, I fucking hate them. I hated them before you were supposed to be one of them. Point that out. When we got word that it was gonna happen, that's when your folks, you know, hightailed it out of here. And, well, I mean, these waters are Elysees, so she, well, she wasn't too happy about it. But from the moment you got back into her territory, she's known you were coming. Element of surprise is going to be minimal at best for you. I just want to make you aware of that. But these sacrifices are, you know, they're ongoing. I think there's supposed to be one today, actually. 
You know, I don't think there will be. I think it's high time we were done with that. Kid, I hope you're right. I really do. I've been working in that temple pretty much my whole life. I don't know much else. But I know it's gotta stop. Now I know you've got a... Oh, some kind of fancy situation going on out where you're from, and that's great. Genuinely happy for you. Kind of like, glad as I am to have met you. Kind of wish you just stayed out there for your own sake. <sighs> Let's just say she's not just a problem for me. So this is a two birds, one stone situation. I think everyone will be better off with her gone. Well... Like I said in the letter, I can help you out a little bit. I can help clear an area for you. Once you get to the temple, I can get like one room cleared at a time. I'm a janitor, so you know, I can I can get some folk out. Folk will listen to me once. I'll be around. Just trying to, you know, flag me down when you can. Hardest part though, I might honestly just be getting through the festival itself. That's um, up at the top there outside the gates. Um, there's guards everywhere. You're going to have a time getting in. But, and he kind of sizes you up a bit. You might be able to slip in, talk your way in maybe. You look like your mom, if you got her way with folk, shouldn't be any problem for you. But, you know, for us mortals down here, it's a little more different. I've talked my way into the good graces of one god. I'm sure I can trick my way into the good graces of another. <clears throat> and I have seen that gods can indeed fall. Yeah, I heard rumor of that. So it, it's true then? They can die? She nods. Yeah. I saw it happened and got to be part of the first miracle of the one that came after and she just does a bit of a stretch so like her like her shirt rides up just enough mm -hmm. to show the bit of the metal that is mm. her stomach. Holy cow. Yeah, alright, kid. That's fine. Right. Look, I'll um like I said, I'll 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 be around, I'll keep an ear out for ya. Let me know what you need and um i'll help however i can but you know be careful all right evelyn you be careful too you deserve to have your own life after this we'll see if i have any left and he stands up and pauses for a moment and just kind of like hugs you awkwardly she returns the hug it's slightly awkward mm-hmm I'm starting to wonder if she knows how to do a hug that isn't awkward, considering the only times we've seen her hug someone. It was awkward. It probably got better in the intervening years, because it's been a couple of years. Yeah, I'm sure it did. It was just like that that initial moment was just that that was just a weird like 20 minutes. Because mm -hmm. she was just going to grab some stuff from her stash to sell at the party. And then ran into an old friend who decided he was going. They were going to go kill God. Yeah, you know. 
Okay, well, let's see where this goes. All right. Your Uncle Royce leaves you alone in this quiet bar, and you have the run of it. What do you want to do? I think she'll just hang around, get the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. See who else is in here, anyone that might have useful information, connections, or just listen to chit-chat. Sure. Take a look here. Let's see if there is an appropriate move in this kind of situation. There is feel someone or something out. Yeah. Let's take a look here. So for feeling someone out, there's no dice roll required. When you feel someone out, a person, place, or thing, say what you want clarity about and answer one. And then I, as the GM, will answer the other. So what feels welcoming on the surface and what feels dark or unnerving when I peer deeper? I think right now, like, what she is trying to feel out is she wants to find someone unconnected that she might be able to get supplies from. Uh Uh-huh. To help her kind of blend in, hide in plain sight in a way. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what feels welcoming on the surface? She was a thief and a smuggler, so she dealt with a lot of people who would come and trade on the island and has met others afterwards, so... I think maybe she does indeed spot an old acquaintance of hers who she knows supplies all kinds of things, including things that could be used to explain her presence there or obscure her identity. Sure. Absolutely. And what feels dark or unnerving? I think as you look around, what you are seeing is more of these folks with those tightly bound scarves covering all of what would otherwise be exposed skin. You didn't think much of it at first, you know. You've seen not a ton of the world, but enough to know that every city and province has their odd little fashion quirks. And you thought of that, you know, was just, you know, another one of this, the the one of this place. But the longer you look at these folks, the more you see some unifying elements. You are seeing pendants to Elysi. It is a... Uh, series of waves going in an eternal circle and spiral. You see their movements seem to be a little more disjointed at points. And they don't talk much. They really do appear to be listening. What you realize is that this place is full of the eyes and ears of a goddess. And while she has not properly made you, what your uncle says rings back in your mind. You are tied. She knows you are here. Internally, she thinks to herself, well, Royce really could have chosen a better place to meet other than the local temple watering hall. I mean, really? And that's actually something else I will point out. This is not a temple watering hole. These folks are just everywhere. You saw a ton of them out on the streets. You're getting the impression that this might have been the safest place because there's only like two of them here. 
Yeah. So I think what she'll do is she'll like sit for a minute and then like take her drink and kind of wander over to sit closer to her friend and say, Don't I know you from somewhere? Uh, I. Lotharis, right? Yeah, haven't seen you in a bit. How are you? Oh, been not too bad. Just trying to land on a voice here. I think this will do. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Little Astarian for us tonight. <laughs> what are you doing here, darling? Haven't seen you in a rip, and this is... Well, last I heard, that little, uh, priest individual there had gotten, uh, quite a bit more power, and I had heard you were a little, to were a little something. Hmm? Hmm? Something along those lines. Come now, you've got to be a little, come on, tell me, tell me. I mean, I can't spoil all the secrets without getting some secrets in return. Ah. <sighs> Fine, fine. What do you want to know? Well, what kind of business do you have in this area? <laughs> what can you tell me about this place? Um, as you can guess, I'm new here. <laughs> You're new in town and it gets worse. Now I understand. Uh, well, the holy city of Evervess. It's, uh... Fine enough place if you don't mind the child murdering. The goddess here, she uh, exacts a toll that those around are willing enough to pay because it does keep the place fairly well protected. Hasn't been a bandit raid in nigh on 200 years, which does pretty well for folk. Rumors of eternal life, of course, for the truly devout. But of course, what god doesn't have those rumors flying around? There's just a little bit of an eyebrow raise there, but this individual, a Kendrick, just completely cruises on by. And, uh, well, what else are you looking for? I mean, it's a, it's a holy city like any other. There are people here on both sides of the law doing work. Largely for the church, but uh, outside of that, of course, you have your innkeep, your taverns, uh, uh, traders and merchant class, things of that sort. Well, you see, I've heard there's a rather special event coming up, and I know sometimes those can be so hard to get into, especially when you don't really know anyone. And Well. I don't know, I was wondering if there's some way I could get in and get to see without causing too much of a ruckus? Well, you're partially right. Now, the main event that everyone is invited to is indeed an open invitation. Just continue walking yourself all the way up the cliffside there, and once you get to the top outside the gates of the temple itself, there's a fine festival. I was probably going to stop in myself in a little bit, just to, you know, take in the sights. Now, for the private event, that happens a little bit later. Really, only the uh, 
holy guard and uh, priests will be going in there. And for some reason, they don't tend to take kindly to me when I get on the temple grounds, particularly during private events for some reason. Couldn't begin to tell you why, but there it is. Some people are just so strange about private events like that. We don't have that back where I come from. Hmm, aren't they just? Now come on, come on. What's going on at home? It's been a little while since I've been there, but uh, I know someone was seeing a little bit more of you at the time. Big ol' wink. She's resisting the urge to just roll her eyes. She's forgotten uh-huh. just how much of a gossip. Look, Kendrick is insufferable, but you know they're good for it. Yeah. Just one of those, like, they grow on you kind of like fungus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, been quite busy putting new plans into place for growth and expansion Lots of changes, took a while to get everyone on board, but mm. people are liking the direction we're taking things. It's been good for the island. Yes, no, I was by, oh, it must have been about a year or so ago. Like I said, couldn't really catch your eye at the time. You were a little busy, and I certainly don't want to pry. But... I don't know, maybe we could talk about uh, some kind of deal when I get back, if you are in need of any assistance today. I'm certain such things could be arranged. Hmm. You mentioned that you were going to the public event. Do you mind if I tag along? I'd love to get the lay of the land. They bring a hand to their chest. I would be... Absolutely gutted if you didn't. Hand instinctively just like goes to the stomach where she was literally. It's been a couple <laughs> of years, but. Yep. Now, shall we? I think that sounds lovely. And perhaps we could talk more business in the roundabout way as we go. Hmm. And uh, they lead you out. You emerge once again into the light and the sea breeze of the outdoors and you make your way up the winding cliffside city of Evervest. The houses are in just utter contrast to what you have ever been used to. Each house is a different incredibly bright color like almost to the on the verge of like pastels. Not quite that Eastery, but, you know, bright blues and reds and oranges, deeply and profoundly saturated. A far cry from the log cabins and thatched huts of your youth and the brick and mortar that you have become accustomed to ever since Wilo took over. Yeah, I think she comments, you know, I've been trying to talk Wilo into adding some more color just on the general designs, but this is a bit much, I have to say. So it was Wilo, then? Yes, it was. Never really pegged them for 
Well, something like that, but... I suppose you never know what happens until uh, you push someone to their limit. Yeah, it's surprising what happens when a god passes over their most devout follower for silency. And how did you get tangled up in that? I, you always lived on the outskirts. Well, I had known Wilo in passing, just from being around town, and we got along well enough. I don't want to know if we were... Well, I guess it depends on how you define friends, and on the night everything changed, I was just going to check some of my stores to see if there's anything useful that I could perhaps sell. I was trying to save up money to buy passage off the island, get to explore a bit before I realized quite how complicated that could be. And I ran into them, and they showed me something. They showed me that... The god of our island was fallible and perhaps failing, so... <laughs> thought it'd be time to change things up and take fate into my own hands, so to say. If anything could shake their faith, I don't know if it's really worth believing in. <laughs> A valid enough point. And what of the... And they look around and realize that these, um scarfed figures are moving all about and you notice them do something that is very rare for them and that is shut up <laughs> as you cross into the festival gates yeah I think when that happens she just starts chit chatting about absolute nonsense mm -hmm. just like nothing of importance just like, sure. Absolutely. Filling in the silence so no one will question the fact that this person is shut up because she knows they never shut up. They just mm -hmm. don't. They just don't. And here you find yourselves uh, at the festival itself. Uh, this place is bright and colorful, even compared to the rest of the cities. There are painted permanent buildings, of course, but also, what, tents set up, there are games, there are kids running around, and, of course, there are guards everywhere. You can see a very um, elegant gate leading to what you believe to be the temple. It is incredibly well guarded, and there is a wall kind of uh, circumnavigating the entire temple grounds. And there is a main stage as well. So as we're walking around, and I'm assuming Kendrick is just showing me around to like different stalls and vendors, and I have a chance to like actually look at this temple, can I feel something out? Absolutely. Can I get a feel for the layout, possible entry and exit points? Maybe if there's, like, people going in and out for an event, some way, like, bringing supplies in, just ways I can get in. Okay, so you're trying to feel out, you know, potential, like, weaknesses in what's going on with the guards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That in mind, you tell me what feels welcoming on the surface or what feels dark or unnerving when you peer deeper. I think what feels dark or unnerving when I peer deeper is... As Lutheris is studying this temple, 
she can feel some of the connection she has to it and is thinking about, I was supposed to die here and my parents are both now dead because they wanted to protect me. There's something very dark and dangerous in there and I don't need to stub this just for me or to help Wilo, but to help whatever poor kid is about to be sacrificed tonight. This is a place of nightmares. Yeah. As far as what feels welcoming on the surface is that what you can firmly establish is that while you are unsure about the people wearing the scarves, you know for a fact that the guards, the ones that are armored, lightly armored, I might add, now that you're getting a good look at them, these are not, you know, full plate knights. That would be highly impractical here so close to the seaside, even with a goddess of the ocean right there enchanting potentially all of this armor. They are wearing leathers and, you know, thick clothes, but these are people. And what you know about people is that people frequently mess up. There will be a break somewhere in all of this, in the confusion. These are not people who are, you know, fervent zealots. These are folks with a nine to five down at the temple. And you can work with that. Oh, she's at, she has worked with that before. How do you think she got some of the stuff that she traded <laughs> when she lived on the island? Exactly. And or got the things she needed to have certain people look a different way while she did her business. Mm-hmm. Never found anything on Milo. Found something on some of the other people, though. Milo was on the real straight and narrow until they weren't. Yeah. And then they very much weren't. And then the thing that you, that you had on Wilo was yourself. Yes. A.O. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much just like, oh, I don't have to try very hard to get to be a part of this. I just get to say, sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know that these are people and you know that you can work with them. Yeah. As you are surveying, these folks, there is a sound, the music from the stage that has been going on kind of peters out. And you turn your head and look, and a Kendrick does the same, and they're like, ugh. The presentation. I... Look, I... The Ferris has always enchanting to see you, but I think that this is where I'm going to take my leave. Is it really that dull? No, it's depressing. They're going to kill a baby. And with that, they turn on a heel and leave. And as they do that, a series of priests and priestesses walk from behind the stage carrying a baby dressed in white. I think Letharis might follow Kendrick back a bit, mostly just to, like, get distance and then find a sort of concealed place to stop and watch to see if she can get any more information. Okay. Also a concealed place so no one can see the look on her face. I think she might have 
she was smart. She came prepared for this. She has a mm -hmm. bunch of cool stuff that Bilo and probably some of the other oh. 13 helped make for her to help, like, potentially break into places. Absolutely. And she's got some sort of face covering, so I think she'll just find somewhere to, like, step in and, like, pull something up just to, like, cover her nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you cover your face, and you can see it looks like they are saying something in whatever the kind of local religious language would be, so you can't really understand the finer points of what is being said. But the intention is clear. Can I f maybe connect with someone to see if there seem to be other people in the crowd or maybe even in the clergy who seem uncomfortable with this? Connect with someone, you really have to be in like a conversation with somebody. So yeah. if you wanted to try and pull someone aside, that would be incredibly appropriate. Yeah, I just don't know who she doesn't know anyone and doesn't want to accidentally risk accidentally pulling over the clergy. So, sure, I guess we'll be feeling something out. Mm hmm. And for what feels darker and nervy when I peer deeper would probably be the number of people who are not bothered by this. This is just perfectly mm -hmm. ordinary. It's fine. Nothing to worry about. Just how can people be okay with this? And what you see that is welcoming is that it is a pretty even split. That for every person that is, you know, just kind of shrugging their shoulders like, yep, it's that time of year. What are you going to do? There is another person who is disgusted. You specifically see a group of people standing towards the back that are stone-faced. Not disgusted, not sad, just resolute. Like, angry resolute? Or... Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are, they are bearing witness. She's gonna see if she can casually bump into these people and make some new friends. Okay. When it gets to the point where, like, the crowd starts to disperse, so she's mm -hmm. doing her best to not draw attention to herself as acting oddly. Sure, sure. Them. I want to talk to them. Yes. No, you, you're, you're able to get over there pretty easily, no question. I think as she walks up, she'll go to the one that she gauges is most likely to talk to her and say, pardon me, but I'm afraid I'm not from around here. I don't understand what what's going on. <sighs> You've come on a poor day, my dear. The young one up there is to be given over to the goddess for another year of continued protection. A frightening toll, even if it does work. Has no one ever done anything about it? Has <laughs> no one ever said no? Oh, folks have said no before. Oh, I'd say, what, about once every ten years or so, someone tries to make a break for it after they find out the daughter's 
Her son has been tied to her eminence. But Elsie always has a way of getting hers. Most of them seem to find their way back some way or another, and then she makes an example of them. Just as often, though, she exacts her revenge on their way out of town. Maybe it's time someone makes an example out of her. And I want to connect with someone. Absolutely. This person I'm talking to, what common ground do we share? Well, no, when, when you try and connect, you have to tell them something intimate and answer one. So yeah. what do you tell this stranger that is truly intimate? How do they react to her statement of maybe it's time for someone to make an example out of her? She's also saying this softly and keeping like a casual posture playing it off like this is a normal calm conversation but that's not something someone would casually drop this woman kind of draws herself up to her full height and gives you it's interesting the look is kind of a mix between reproachful and bemused they're utterly taken aback by somebody so brazenly saying something that is both sacrilegious and also impossible. But they're not offended. Yeah, Lotharis is just continuing to make eye contact, not like a stare-down eye contact. Right. Well, that would be an interesting thing if someone could. But, with apparently a few exceptions... Gods are, as far as I'm aware, quite immortal. I was there when the last one died. I know what's possible. That's pretty intimate. Yeah. Hmm. And I've been standing by the one who came after, and I think it's time this place saw a change. I need to roll a d20 for reasons. That makes me nervous, Chase. I'm trying to grok how someone who is terrified of their god being told that god might be able to be killed uh would take that Fair. and but i've i've seen i've seen how you use this and i've seen how it goes <laughs> oh that's right you've listened to me now oops <laughs> you're 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 onto my bullshit i'm like i know how this could go chase that's why i'm worried yeah you should be i let the dice tell the story a lot I mean, me too, except for the couple of times where I'm just like, uh, I don't like that role. I'm going to let it happen. <laughs> and look, sometimes, sometimes we tell the story. Anyways. Yeah. So, okay, you've definitely said something intimate. What common ground do we share and what still divides us? I think we share the common ground of we both have a personal reason of wanting to see this end. Yeah. This person has seen the impact it can have on families to have their child be chosen. Either that or has had their child chosen themselves. I don't know. But we both have very personal reasons to want to see an end of this. And what still divides the two of you is how that will happen. She raises her eyebrows... Fine, then. You were there. 
when Deontor passed? She nods. I've done my research into that. Because of course I have. And to my understanding, the current god of industry, Wylo, had a piece of original creation. Something that was newer than the oldest, but older than old still, and used that to slay the beast. In this world, where that must be tensed, uh, tended with, what do you have that would be able to slay Elysee? Could it be possible that maybe she has like a shard of the first stone? possible. The problem with that, if there is a problem, is that you know that the reason that really worked on Deontor is that it was a creation. Oh, it was something that we, well, I'm trying to remember our own lore here. <laughs> it was the first thing Deontor created. Yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say, like, it was made by Deontor. So... I mean, you definitely might be able to do some damage, but you're not sure if that would cause a killing blow, at least on its own. Yeah. I just, I feel like Wyla would have given her piece just in case. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, no, no question about it. You have a piece of the first stone. That's not even a question. That thing was big and honking enough. Wylo probably had it, like, set into, like, a dagger or something or a necklace something that you could use just in case but yeah that is an emergency thing that again you don't know if it would work it would do something that something might just be to piss her off though but mm-hmm. i think she I do have a piece of that stone with me but i also know that it worked because Deontor had created it. It was the first thing he created. Mm. We need to find something of similar import. I'm afraid I do not know much about this individual. Well, that I might be able to help you out with. Step into my office. And... This woman who, now that you're getting a good look at her, she's in her maybe early to mid-50s, very straight-backed, speaks with a even continence that you know, like, she is very much aware and about herself. Mm -hmm. She said office with a smirk as she leads you into a garishly covered tent that is surrounded by children. There's a clown outside making balloon animals. Theris is smiling despite herself, because this is delightful. She's making notes of things that we should bring back to the island, because mm -hmm. industry's great, but also I think back on the island, she helps bring more of the human element to things, uh, reminding of the value of people and not just growth and industry and she knows that people need stuff 
that brings them joy, that makes them happy, stuff to help them dream. So this might be the main reason the island is not just a bunch of factories all lined up together. There's still room for life and growth as well as this industrialization and expansion and connection. She is the warmth that Wylo lost in a way. Mm-hmm. Which is also why she doesn't want this to take too long, because she's seen what happens when they go off the deep end. Look, Wylo should not be left alone. No. She warned several of her besties that were in the 13, just like... Mm-hmm. So if they start doing this... Uh-huh. <laughs> if they start doing this, just make them go outside for, like, five minutes... Don't let them get hangry. They they are they get so hangry. Oh my gosh. Here's how you keep Wilo in a good, happy place. Mm-hmm. And just whatever you do, don't talk about the X. <laughs> we don't talk about the X. We don't talk about the X. You are led into the back of the tent. It's hot and stuffy back here. Lit only through... Uh, the light that is cascading through the thin canvas as um, this older woman turns around. All right. They're not listening back here. Definitely not back here, at least. So, all right. What do you got? I think at this point, she finally, like, pulls the scarf off of her face, both because... Gotta give trust to get trust. Also, it's really hot in here, and it's getting yeah. it, it, too stuffy for that. Mm-hmm. First, I need to know the story of the goddess. No. I mean, the story goes that one day she walked out of the sea and set about setting things right here. Before my time, of course. But uh, the moment she did... Things started getting better, and all she asked in return was, well, what she sees as her due. Folk resisted at first, and things kept being bad, and then someone gave in. Things turned around. Fishing got better. The uh, bandits started getting washed away in storms. Folk came to trade, and was like night and day. At least, again, that's what they say. But you're talking about something that they made early on. The first thing they made. Or something was a close connection to them. Something from their beginning that would hold the same power they do. When she walked out of those waters, she was carrying with her a spear. Like a fishing spear, you see. Maybe, just maybe, that's what you're looking for. Weapon that could kill a god could be forged by a god. Problem is, you'll need to get it from her. Supposedly, she carries it always. I'm not opposed to maybe finding some way to lend a hand on this. If you truly are what you say you are. But what's your stake in this. You're not from here. You said it yourself. Why do you give a rat's ass? Because I was born here. You're born here? 
And when my, when my parents learned I was chosen, they fled to an island. Mother wasn't allowed to stay, I believe. Mother was potentially taken as a prize, so I was never able to prove it. And that's how I ended up on the island. They really do always come back. Well then. I'm here to end this. Saw the death of one god. Chose the metal stomach. First miracle of the next. I believe I have another miracle left on me. <laughs> this woman leans forward when you show her stomach. And like absent-mindedly her hand like goes for the metal. Do you batter away? She allows it. She doesn't show this to most people, but I think she's used to people being like, is that real? Right. And once again, establishing trust in this situation. Her hands reach for your stomach. It is an odd sensation whenever anyone but Wylo touches the metal. For Wylo, mm -hmm. it is as if it was normal skin. It is as natural as breathing their touch. But for anyone else, it is odd. It's almost, I mean, it's, you definitely have nerve. I was about to say it's almost like you have nerve damage there. You definitely have nerve damage there. Milo took out most of her stomach. There is definitely nerve damage there. Yeah, but no, it is, the, the, the sensation is deadened and cold and clammy and kind of wrong but at the same time like you feel for just a moment you know her fingertips kind of close in and just do one single tinny drum against the metal of your stomach and hearing the tack 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 of the of the brass that was put in place to hold you together she stands up and a single hand, like going across the edge where it fuses together just to see, yes, that it is correct. That is what is going on here. Oh, mm -hmm. that's weird. You see this all play out as plain as day on her face, and she's like, It okay. took me a while to get used to as well. It's, yeah, the freak out I... is normal. I'm not offended. Don't worry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just... Hey, you know, I'm going to be honest, this is not where I thought my day was going to go when I uh, had my morning coffee. It's fine. To be fair, this was not how I thought my day was going to go either, pointing to the stomach. I bet. All right, fine. It was better than being dead, though, and I've been able to do some good afterwards. All right. Also, I feel like pretty much any time she feels that weird sensation of someone else touching it or it just makes her miss Wilo and miss being back on the island but she's mm -hmm. like I have to I have to do this yep you see this individual kind of pull back what do you need I need a way to get in before sacrifice happens a way to get close and a distraction would be helpful, but not if it's going to put any lives unnecessarily at risk. Okay. Don't want anyone to getting in trouble per, per se, but if you can make a little accident happen, something 
loud and flashy, or if you know someone who can and then who can disappear. I know there are lots of ways that this can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And I would like to limit any collateral damage just in case it does. As she says that many ways this can go wrong, the hand does go across the stomach as she remembers how much that hurt. Well, distraction we can potentially do. Folk will get hurt. I'm letting you know that now. There's no way to distract that lot without hurting folk. But I do need to know this. How confident are you that you can do this? Ophiris just smiles and says, Confident enough to stake my life on it. Right then. In 15 minutes, there will be an explosion here. We'll get the kids out of the way. Don't worry about that. At that point, it'll probably take the guards a couple of minutes to come over here. You should have a clear shot. You'll want to keep an eye on the... uh, sacrifice train they'll be in but not at the time yet so you should have a bit of room to operate there before we begin this what are the ones with coverings what are they you haven't figured that out yet huh no i suppose you wouldn't they are her most devout those that served in the temple or the nobility handful of merchants even I think of uh, the honor of being preserved past life they are her undead the ones that she has granted her greatest gift the eternal waters the weave of life Eris just looks horrified by this disgusted the water among the first waters to ever flow upon this land flow in their veins and it sustains them as if it was blood it has effects on the rest of the body hence their scarves but their minds are mostly intact if maybe a little more zealotous than they were and they had a more direct connection with their goddess That will be the thing to watch for. When you begin your assaults, she will call them to her. Whatever you do, you must do quickly, or they will wrench you limb from limb. They will certainly regret it if they do. Just thinking about how pissed off Wylo would be and how dangerous and pissed off Wylo is. Oh, yeah, no, like, Wylo hasn't invented a WMD yet. But if something has happens to Lathiris, they will have already invented one somehow. Uh-huh. Just, no, you're dead, you're gone. Yeah, the uh, a 14th executive will be added, and they will be the defense contractor. <laughs> been listening to Game Woven. If you like what we're doing, give us a follow over on Twitter or Blue Sky, and you can go become a patron at patreon.com slash gamewoven. This week's game was God Killer by Connie Chang. 
featuring Chase of Ghostlight Media as the GM, and me, Brianna G, as Latheris.